0: It's a new day, yes it is!
1: Wakey wakey. Time to get up.
0: Good morning, citizens. Up and them! And. and shine! This is your wake up call, people. Come on, the coffee's get on. Off. We're gonna get you guys circulating on Christian radio. I understand young people. I know what's hip. I know what's on. I know what's lit. I know what's fleet. What's up, my nerds? nerds? I work with a bunch of nerds. I'm a nerd.
1: And uh, I'm pretty proud of it.
2: Rise and shine, nerds. Welcome
1: to the Back Row Morning Show, part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network and the official exclusive morning show for LTN Radio. I'm Radio Matt. I'm the station manager for LTN Radio. I'm a third generation radio dude and a lifelong nerd. Also, I, uh, I drew a comic book version of myself called Fat Man in high school and even drew a full comic book story where the the villain of the story was Pepperoni Van Buren, who covered me in a giant pile of pizza that I had to eat my way out of to save the world.
2: And I'm Mo, the shorter yet louder and some might even say smarter counterpart of the back row. I'm a wife, mom, super fan of all things friends, and I just watched the blockbuster documentary on Netflix... And
1: oh my god. Feel
2: strongly that the world needs a blockbuster resurrection.
1: The last blockbuster? Yep. It's so good. It really is. It's such a good documentary.
2: Uh-huh. It's really good.
1: One of the best ones I've ever seen. Yeah. I loved it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Loved it. it was go awesome. watch it now. Now.
2: Mhm. Yeah. I mean, finish listening to us.
1: Well, okay, I'm sorry, yeah.
2: But then go watch it.
1: Once we're done. Yeah. Then you can go watch it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very good. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Very. Good. You know what? Go watch it. It's all right. You don't have to listen to the rest of the show. What are we going to talk about? Nothing, right? <laughs> just... <laughs> you can always catch the podcast version later. It's just true. Go, just it's true. Go check it out. That's fair. <laughs> Today on the show, have you been caught in 4K?
2: We've also got a game, a bad joke, five random facts, things we love, and more.
1: But first, today is Wednesday, March 24th, 2021, and we got some holidays to celebrate.
2: Yes, we do. Two of my favorite things ever, (laughs) ever, 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 ever. It's National Cheesesteak Day. Cheesesteak? You know. Oh, I love a good cheesesteak. I
1: don't think I've ever had a good cheesesteak.
2: Oh, my gosh.
1: I really like the idea of like a cheesesteak from philadelphia like a legit philadelphia because i've seen like man versus food and things where they go to those two the two main places Geno's and whatever the other one is Mm -hmm. across the street from each other
2: Mm
1: -hmm. i'm like that looks super dang good but i haven't found like an option like that anywhere near us do you know of one in our area
2: No, the best that I can get, do not get the cheesesteak at the lunchbox. It is not good. It is nasty. (laughs) Um, The best I can get is the cheesesteak at something different, but you don't get the veggies on it. They put a seasoning in the veggies that just, I don't know if it's a dressing or a seasoning or what, but... It's nourishing. It's disgusting. Okay. Which is sad because a good Philly cheesesteak has all the peppers and onions. I wouldn't want it with the onions and, and oh, peppers anyway. I just want the w- meat and the cheese. Ooh, that's what makes it. So you may actually like something different. Okay, then. okay, okay. It's, it's legit. It's pretty good. Um, but you will never hear a Marylander say that Philadelphia or Pennsylvania, for that matter, um, is better than them at anything. Other than a cheesesteak. <laughs> we can admit defeat.
1: <laughs> All right. What's the other holiday?
2: Uh, and it's also chocolate covered raisin day.
1: Wait, hold on. Chocolate covered oh. raisins are one of your favorite things?
2: Yes. raisinettes. Oh, Mm-mm. my word. Oh, I love. And yogurt covered raisins. Oh, Mm-mm. so good. Mm-mm. So good. I enjoy raisins. I
1: enjoy raisins in their unadulterated form. Oh, I do not mm-hmm. want you covering them and stuff or baking them into bread. I do not Ugh. want
2: them, Sam. I am. Ugh. Oh, I don't why want them ever, baked in why bread. Why ever is cinnamon no.
1: bread got to have raisins up in it?
2: Yeah, I can Anybody agree with that. Anybody want the raisins? I don't, like, <laughs> I don't like raisins. And I don't even like raisin bran cereal.
1: Oh, I love me some raisin bran cereal. No. That's that's Mm-mm. that's that's a key factor.
2: No. hmm No. Mm-hmm. It used to be It's got to be the Kellogg's version, though. It used get to be the post. <laughs> Post was, is garbage. It was my dad's favorite cereal growing up. No. Yeah. And I, I think I remember having a bowl because the Cinnamon Toast Crunch was all gone. And so I was like, <laughs> I'll, I'll just eat a bowl of Raisin Bran and poured that thing, took a bite, and poured it right out.
1: Oh, no. I loved rough. That's when I fell in love with it when I was no. a kid. <laughs> I liked a lot of old people's cereal when I was a kid. You know what else I like? Grape Nut? Crackling Oat Bran. Oh, <laughs> they're little oat o's. They're kind of like square o's almost. Yeah. They're thick and they break apart like they're oatmeal almost, but it mean, just mm. It's good.
2: Well, it the Quaker, the the Quaker, oh, what's it called? I don't remember. But they're little squares. Life? And no. They're Checks. more dense. Dense. They're, it's Quaker. It's a Quaker brand. Thanks. That helps. Uh, I don't know. I'll Google it. Anyway, that's no, that's also very good.
1: (laughs) Captain Crunch is great. Um, I've never liked grape nuts. No.
2: Really? I thought that you did like grape nuts. Mm, I mean,
1: I don't hate them. I'll have a, I'd have a bowl if there's a box around, but I wouldn't like buy my own box.
2: Okay. They are called oatmeal squares.
1: Well, that was easy enough.
2: Quaker Oatmeal Squares. <laughs> Shut up, Matthew. They're little squares. Little, little squares. Little squares. They of kind o- of taste oatmeal like oatmeal. From, from it's Quaker. From Quaker. The,
1: the oatmeal guy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what they're called, though.
2: Quaker Oatmeal Squares. That's what they're called. Get it together. Gosh. Those are very good, also. And they are good.
1: That sounds like an old
2: people cereal. It is. Yeah. I and
1: mean,
2: It really does taste like an old person cereal but (laughs) with milk without milk soggy sitting in the milk for a while it's good all the way around i'm not even kidding you gotta try it
1: you know how i have a set of words that when i say them
2: soggy they
1: gross you out soggy Soggy never really grossed me out until the way you just said it. (laughs) My skin crawled a bit. (laughs) Soggy. (laughs) Apparently they
2: also have a golden maple flavor. I've never tried that one.
1: (laughs) Better get the nursing home on the line. They're missing out. (laughs) Oh, shut up. (laughs) Meemaw! got a new flavor in them oatmeal squares i don't remember what the cereal was called but it's you know for the oatmeal guy the little squares <laughs> tastes like oatmeal
2: <laughs> i'm gonna punch you i really am <laughs> oh and I,
1: honey nut I just, uh,
2: dang <laughs> i'm cinnamon i've been missing out
1: I would, I'd be down to try the Honey Nut version. I like that.
2: Man, I've really been missing out.
1: I think my favorite cereal, which is this is not on topic at all. It's not cereal day. <laughs> <laughs> but my favorite cereal is the uh, Post Select's uh, Banana Nut Crunch. Oh, yeah. Oh, dang. Yeah. That cereal is decadent.
2: It is good. I can mm-hmm. I can agree with that. That's funny. So in case you forgot, it's a cheesecake day and chocolate-covered cherry ra- or chocolate-covered raisin day. <laughs> cheesecake and chocolate-covered raisin.
1: <laughs> National cherry cheesecake and chocolate-covered cherry cheesecake. <laughs> uh,
2: Alright. <laughs> oh, man. It's going to be a great show, y'all. Fun day. We're all ready. Losing it. <laughs> What's the game?
1: It's game day Wednesday. We're gonna go head to head in uh, a game of riddles with answers. You remember this game? We ask each other riddles. Oh, gosh. Yeah, it's pretty See, fun.
2: See, I have to prepare myself. I have to get into the get riddle into... mindset. Okay, I'm asking you first. No. This is how I win. No. <laughs> I ask you first. No. That's how I win. No.
1: I'm asking first. See, and if and we then... do it again, if I win and we get to play it again next week. The title, then you get to ask.
2: You're gonna win because you're getting by asking the questions, you put yourself into the mindset.
1: Fine.
2: No, it's fine. No,
1: fine. Read the riddles. Read the riddles. (laughs) (laughs) That's the the silliest sentence ever. (laughs) Angrily growled at a person.
0: Riddle, riddle! You're <laughs> in riddle, riddle right
1: now! <laughs> oh, my okay. gosh. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Riddle number oh. one. We're going to ask each other seven of these. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I stand when I'm sitting and jump when I'm walking. Who am I? I don't know. Uh, okay, a kangaroo.
2: Oh, yeah,
1: makes sense. We're just talking about Australia too. Good day, mate. <laughs> what seven-letter word has hundreds of letters in it?
2: Oh my word! What seven-letter word? I know this one. Has hundreds of letters in it. Mm-hmm. See, I'm not in the stupid riddle <laughs> mindset. <laughs> What seven letter word? <laughs> hundred! No. Oh.
1: It's mailbox.
2: <laughs> the word hundred has seven letters in it. It's a seven Does letter it? word. Yeah. H U N D R E D.
1: Okay. Yeah, but it doesn't have hundreds of letters the... in it. Whatever. what can fill a room but takes up no space air i mean the answer is light but air is also correct (laughs) as is gas so i'm gonna give it to you (laughs) that's a bad riddle Uh... a certain five letter word becomes shorter when you add two letters to it what is it short yeah Good job. All right. That's two out of five so far? Yeah. Yeah. No, four.
2: Four? Four. Four. Mm-hmm. Hundred. Yeah. Yeah, you're right.
1: Okay. Can you name three consecutive days without using the words Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday?
2: This is going to be an easy one that should be right in front of my face. And I don't know it. Three consecutive days. Can you add three consecutive days? Can you name three consecutive
1: days without using any of the day's names?
2: I mean, Sun (laughs) Mun You give up? Yeah.
1: Yesterday, today, and tomorrow. (laughs) He sounds disappointed in you for that one. (laughs) Whatever. Ad. We got an ad for a dumb sorting game for dummies. Okay. This is light as a feather, yet no man can hold it for long. What is it? Breath. Yeah, good job. Okay, so you've gotten three, you've missed three, and this is your last one. Before Mount Everest was discovered, what was the tallest mountain in the world?
2: Mount Everest.
1: Good job. Still Mount Everest. Just because it wasn't discovered didn't make it any smaller. (laughs) Mm. All right. You got four out of seven. Four out of seven. I got to beat that. Ready? Yeah. I'm taking your thinking, uh... Paper clip, by the way.
2: <laughs> How far can you walk into the woods?
0: <laughs>
1: I'm trying to think of which direction they're going. My mind's saying, like, uh, Uh, as far as the woods extend, but it's also saying one step and then you're in. I'm going to say that. One step and then you're in it.
2: Halfway. After that, you're walking (sighs) out of the woods. Dang
1: it. Dang it. That's good. That's a good one. Okay. Yeah. All right.
2: People need me, but they always give me away. What am I?
1: People need me. People need me, but they always give me away.
2: People need me. But they always give me away.
1: This is one of those things that could be a seven si- hundred things. It could be multiple things. things. Yeah. I'm gonna say love, but you gotta give me the same treatment I did with the fill a room thing.
2: It's money. <laughs> <laughs> Do okay, you want to well, skip that, that one because yeah. I don't like it? You don't like it? No, because there are, it says people, but they always give me away. Like,
1: mm, no, I think money works. I'll keep it. I got it wrong.
2: All right. Uh, What can you share and still have all for yourself? What can you share and still have all for yourself?
1: This is another one of those things.
2: No, I think this one.
1: Okay. You share and still have all for yourself. Your theory about how... uh, Going, mm-hmm. going last would benefit me because I'd be in this riddle mindset, yeah, not coming to fruition. I'm sorry. What can you share and still have all for yourself? <laughs> Your Netflix password. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, 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 don't. I don't know. Knowledge.
2: <gasps> Very good.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Great job. Dover said compliments. Rogar said murder. Oh <laughs> Brian what? said to yourself. We're playing this game uh, with some of our Twitch friends. Uh, and yeah. Okay. Ooh. Yeah.
2: Knowledge. Right. Good job. Yay. All right. A man is going down a one-way street, the wrong way, when a policeman passes. Why does the policeman not arrest the man?
1: Because he's walking.
2: Yeah, the man was walking. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what building has the most stories?
1: Library.
2: Very good. Hey, so you've you know won. that thing
1: that you said about being in a mindset? Yep. <laughs> it's paying off for me. Uh huh. Yeah. I haven't won. That was only four. Oh, was it? Yeah. I have to get one more. Are to we beat on you.
2: number five? I hope you were counting. This
1: should be number six.
2: If an electric train. No, no, no.
1: There should be seven. No, so this... I've only gotten three right.
2: No, you got four right. What did I get? So, knowledge. Knowledge. I don't know. I don't know what you walk got right. in the,
1: Walk Walking the other walk way.
2: Walking.
1: And library. I think that's all I got. You
2: got the very first one right. No, I didn't. You
1: did got. Did I? Dang it, guys.
2: You got one right before that.
1: I don't remember getting because one right.
2: You did.
1: Help us out. I'm sorry. We're stupid. We should have been writing this down. Guys on Twitter. Did I get one right before at the beginning? I didn't Twitter, think I did.
2: Twitch. 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 Guys I'm sorry. on Twitch. Twitch.
1: T W I, T. The first four letters are the same. Give me a break. Twit?
2: <laughs> <laughs> you just caught them all. A bunch of. Twits. I don't
1: think I got the first one right. What you number? Did. What number does it say? Forty-two. Forty-two. We started at this is six. He's gotten three right. Only three right. Um, Forty-two. We ended with thirty-six for you. So yeah, this would be the sixth one. So yeah, I have three right and three wrong. No, three right and two wrong. Three right, two wrong.
2: This is number six. Three
1: right, two wrong. Goodness gracious.
2: If an electric train was going north at 100 miles per hour, which way would the smoke blow? Say that again. If an electric train was going north at 100 miles per hour, which way would the smoke blow?
1: It's electric. It don't have no smoke. (sighs) All right. So that's four. Now I got to get one more to win and then challenge for the title next week.
2: Mr. Smith has four daughters. Each of his daughters has a brother. How many children does Mr. Smith have? Five. Yep. Bow. Whatever.
1: I get to challenge for the title tomorrow. Wait, not tomorrow. Next week. Next week. I'm excited.
2: Oh, that's right. How far can you walk into the woods? Yeah, okay, see, right. I thought so. Yeah, you got yeah. that one wrong. You got... Money wrong and there's an ad. Blah blah blah. Da, da, da. Um, yeah. All right. And then knowledge next and week. Then walking
1: next week, it's gonna happen. I'm gonna win the title, and assuming I don't lose the two words podcast title, this uh, or assuming I didn't lose it because it hasn't happened yet at the time of recording. Assuming I didn't lose it at a fast lane, I might be. Uh, Maddie two belts
2: Listen, Brian already
1: Oh, Brian's already in it yeah, yeah. I have a chance to hold both belts That's right, that's yep. right, that's right He's, Maddie two belts He
2: said it I'm going to make a He's t-shirt He started saying it after you started saying it And he still got it out before you did
1: <laughs> Why don't you zip it? will not you hush yourself For once uh, Or I could be Maddie no belts That's right, Brian, I could be All right, let's take a break here. When we come back, Tales of Florida Man.
2: But first, Faith and Fandom with Hector Mira.
1: Stick around.
0: Hey, everyone. I'm Hector Mirai, and this is Faith and Fandom 180 on LTN Radio. So let me just say... Disney Plus and Marvel have done wonders in terms of advertising the need for therapy to the geek community. From watching the anguish and grief of Wanda and WandaVision, and the clear, invisible need for her to actually get professional help, to the fact that in the first episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, we actually see Bucky, aka James Buchanan Barnes, getting professional help and that it's actually good sound counseling and honestly bucky's got like a century of things to actually process but the things that she was telling him you don't have to be a mercenary or a you know psycho to actually get the truth and the wisdom of it one of the things that she pointed out was that he didn't have enough contact he didn't have an enough of a support network. He didn't have enough people in his life. As his therapist told him, if you are alone, that is the quietest, most personal hell. Now, the reality is, if you are a believer, you're not actually alone. God's with you. You know, the Holy Spirit dwells inside you. You have access to prayer at any point. We have all these things that are our spiritual you know, lifelines, but that doesn't stop us from feeling alone. Yes, God is always with us. Jesus said he would never leave us or forsake us. We're not alone, but that doesn't actually stop us from feeling alone. And David knew that as well. In Psalm 25, 16, he says, Turn to me and be gracious to me, for I am lonely and afflicted. You know, in other translations say, I am alone, and the reality of it is, even though we aren't alone, we can feel like we are, and we don't ever want to look at just being lonely and say that that's an issue, or that we need help with that, but being alone is one of the most crippling things we ever actually deal with and go through. So, as Bucky's therapist said that he needed to nurture friendships, I would encourage you, nurture yourself. Nurture your friends, and if you know other people in your world that feel alone, remind them that they're not. Remember to catch Faith and Fandom 180 every Wednesday morning on the Back Row Morning Show only on LTN Radio. And if you'd like to learn more about Faith and Fandom, head over to faithandfandom.org, where you can learn about our Comic-Con ministry, podcasts, memes, apparel, and book series. You can even read new chapters before they make it to the next book. I'm Hector Mirai, and thank you for spending the last 180 seconds with me.
1: Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show. I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. And today on the show, a new shaming trend on TikTok.
2: And before we do anything else, I've got five random facts for you. About
1: chocolate-covered raisins.
2: They're random. Okay. All week long. They've been random. Uh, fear of the number 13 is called triskaidekaphobia, Not fear of Triscuits. Uh-huh. I mean... That's a Friends reference. My friends people will get it. I love Google. those
1: Triscuits. Okay. Triscuits might be my favorite cracker.
2: Wheat thins. Uh, a $1 bill cost five cents to make.
1: That's a steal.
2: Right? <laughs> <laughs> Baby sea otters can't swim. Their moms wrap them in pieces of kelp while they hunt until the buoyant pups learn how to paddle around on their own. Hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: I'd like to go back to your previous one.
2: Oh. The $1 bill.
1: So $1 $1 bill takes $0.05 to make. That's all it costs?
2: That's all it costs.
1: Why have I been hearing my entire life people complain about pennies costing a cent and a half to make? I have no idea. When we're saving 95
2: cents on every dollar
1: that we make. I yeah, mean, I that should more than make up for the penny
2: loss. That's because people don't think big picture. <laughs> they only see this small offense that bothers them and they don't think big picture. <laughs> All that, right, I'm sorry. Move, move on. The world's problems wrapped <laughs> up into one sentence. There you go. Uh, <laughs> if Facebook was a country, it would have one billion more people than China. Yeesh. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. and the average chocolate bar has eight insect's legs in it.
1: (laughs) I don't want to know those things. (laughs) Don't tell me those things.
2: Uh, Who's going to go buy a chocolate bar later today? Me. Who don't care? Me. Because it's still good, y'all. I've been eating them for 36 years almost. Actually, I'll you know, them.
1: there's uh, like in cereal boxes, since we've been talking about cereal, uh-huh. I think FDA allows for like three rodent droppings. Oh, yeah. <laughs> every box of cereal.
2: Yeah. So that little piece of black that you find in there that you think is just like burnt cereal from something, it's not burnt cereal. It ain't burnt cereal, friend. It ain't burnt cereal. Throw it away. Throw it (laughs) away. Tiny raisin in my raisin brain. (laughs) Throw it away. Throw it away. Just get rid of it. Throw it away. The first bite of pizza that I took the other night Mm -hmm. when I was talking about Godfather's Pizza, the first bite of pizza I took had a hair in it.
1: I forgive people for the hair thing because, I mean, my hair falls out everywhere. Like, you see, it's it's on this desk. Yeah. I don't know where it comes from. My arms. It's not my head. Not my beard, maybe. Uh but uh like I can't control it.
2: Yeah. I uh people can't control it. I don't say anything. I look oh, around yeah. to see if my family is looking. If they're not, then I pull the hair out and set it to the side. Yeah. Just um, it's not it's not poisoned. But it would have ruined my husband's dinner. Yeah. He wouldn't have ate anything else really? if I really? had said anything. Oh, yeah. That's a bummer. Yeah.
1: Uh so. definitely don't be the person that like goes back to the store and gets all huffy about it, yeah, like they don't know that it happened, and well, it's not like they can control it
2: and one more than that, don't post about it on facebook and, absolutely, like
1: ruin a business
2: exactly, yeah, go to your town's neighborhood page and say. Found this in my food at such and such place. If you
1: find well, a cockroach in your food, yeah,
2: post sure. about that. absolutely. They deserve like a, to go out of business. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> right, right. But not a hair. Yeah,
1: all people have hair, mm-hmm. and all hairs matter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, it is coming time. from the bald man. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm so desperate for my hair. <laughs> uh, time for tales of America's worst superhero. Florida
0: man.
1: Okay. (laughs) Headline number one. Florida man sentenced to prison after pretending to be part of the Wu-Tang clan. What? 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 It can be hard to keep the sprawling maze of the Wu-Tang clan members and affiliates in your head. Going beyond the name you got is guaranteed to earn blank stares in any conversation outside the earshot of white rap nerds and line cooks. But we repeat ourselves. Uh, Aaron Barnes Burpo of Crestview, Florida, had to think he stumbled upon a pretty neat scam when he started defrauding businesses by claiming to be a member of the Wu-Tang Clan. Florida Panhandle is a long way from Shaolin, however, and the Wu-Tang Clan is notoriously not to be trifled with. The 29-year-old was sentenced to seven years in federal prison after admitting to using the phony connections to scam hotels, limousines, and other services from 19 different businesses. Along with the charge of conspiracy to commit wire fraud, Barnes-Burpo was ordered to pay $300,000 in restitution to the businesses he defrauded. I understand I understand that it's bad what he did. Tread lightly. I think seven years is excessive, (laughs) especially if he's paying back $300,000. I agree. (laughs) Seven years is a long time for someone who didn't kill anybody.
2: Yeah, I just don't. I don't see. I don't see the. Equal equation here. Right. <laughs> and it wasn't like
1: hundreds of businesses. It was 19 businesses. I, 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 I don't know.
2: And Crestview is a pretty small town. I mean, what? Yeah, I don't know. At
1: a certain point, it's on them for not hearing about it.
2: I mean, <laughs> that's actually where our friends, the Mercers, <laughs> live.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Okay, next up. Florida man angry. He didn't receive a stimulus check. Threw a smoke bomb outside of Trump's Mar-a-Lago. Mm. This one is funny for a different reason. Florida man, upset with former President Donald Trump's administration, was arrested on Sunday for throwing a smoke bomb, smoke bomb at smoke Mar-a-Lago, burn. the former president's residence. Stimulus checks started going out over the weekend as part of President Joe Biden's $1.9 trillion dollar relief package, and not receiving one reportedly irked Paul Rawls Jr., a West Palm Beach resident. While driving by the former president's home, he threw a smoke bomb out the window and later admitted it was during a conversation with Paul. Or he later admitted to doing it during a conversation with the detective. Rawls spoke of his financial struggles. Struggles. I can't read. And disdain for the former administration because he has not received a stimulus check from the government this weekend. Uh, What makes it sad is that as a part of the American Rescue Plan, which passed after Trump left office, eligible individuals with income below 75000 and joint filers with income below 150000 will receive a $1,400 payment. This had nothing to do with the former president at all.
2: Right.
1: <laughs> Not his fault. Not his fault Might whatsoever. I want to
2: throw that stink bomb at Joey's <laughs> front doorstep, friend. Also... They didn't all hit everybody's bank at the same time. That's true. Like, I'm you're right. Curious. It's rolling
1: out over yeah. a couple <laughs> weeks, I believe. Three weeks, I think.
2: Give it some time, friend.
1: <laughs> I did just get that stimmy, though. Oh, it's I really it. sad uh, on our end because we got our stimmy only to just put it straight into debt, which it's a good That's thing. Not sad. It's not sad overall as a responsible adult. It's sad when you're seeing other people getting like vacation or you know new things. I'm like, well, I had all that money. But it's gone. We're
2: getting a new fence. That's what we get.
1: <laughs> but it did cut our debt in half. See? We had about, we have uh, almost $11,000 in debt. We put 5400 to it and we're already halfway done
2: now. There you go.
1: Then we get our taxes back here in a little bit and we'll uh-huh. be down to just a couple thousand dollars See? in there. And that's not bad. That's going to feel not bad. Good. At all. It's going to feel good when we get that fully paid mm-hmm. off. Yep. We were almost fully paid off.
2: And then you went on the And vacation. then
1: we're like, we're gonna go on a trip and just use our credit card and never look yeah. at how much we're spending. Yeah. And while it was the best vacation I've ever been on.
2: You came back and you spent were immediately like so Whoa. much money.
1: <laughs>
0: it's okay. It's all right. It's
1: good. It's good. It was worth it. That's it was right. worth it. It was worth it. Both that's me right. and my wife both agree that it was worth it. And so I think that's a good thing yeah. to be on. Last and like... <laughs> It's okay. Florida man arrested found hiding from deputies in his dryer. Okay. Uh, it's more about how he felt coming out of the dryer. That's the funny part here. Deputies say they were searching for a Florida man wanted for violating probation when they found him, uh, To make the arrest, he was inside a clothes dryer. The Lake County Sheriff's Office said that the incident happened in uh, Umaltia, I think that's how you pronounce the city name. Deputies went looking for 33-year-old Michael Brook to serve two warrants for violation of probation. They found him in his clothes dryer. Uh, The Sheriff's Office wrote on Facebook, uh, we guess he thought he was high and dry. Luckily, he didn't go for a tumble. (laughs) Brook is said to have been arrested prior to... what? Oh, the thing. I'm not even set up for it now. You know what I have right now on my sound bank? I have this.
2: Radio Matt tries his best. Oh, Aww. he's so cute.
1: Radio Matt tries his best. Uh that's my Twitch show and I'm streaming Among Us currently right now. Uh but anyway, in uh <laughs> Brooke said that uh to to have been arrested prior to this, and a canine was used to apprehend him at that point, and he was he reportedly exited the dryer this time when he heard that a canine was going to be used this time too. Uh, in body camera video from the Lake County Sheriff's Office of this arrest, Brooke is heard telling deputies, "That thing had my whole back twitched. I don't know what's worse, the dog or the laundry thing." <laughs> the deputy responds, "Look, man, it's just easier to comply." <laughs> Brooke then replies, uh, Yeah, you got that. You got that. I came out of my own. I ain't gonna mess with y'all.
2: <laughs> I mean, at least he learned his lesson. He was right? like, Listen, the dog's coming, right. I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. I'm here. I'm here. Hands up.
1: <laughs> I'm dumb. I ain't that dumb. I ain't that dumb.
2: I thought I might Put have the had dog back but in no, the back seat. Mm-mm. Yep. I don't wanna play with no dog. I'm good. I wanna pet that dog.
1: Oh gosh. All right. <sighs> Main topic time. Now, first of all, a warning: uh, we are going to talk about something. Well, we're going to talk about adult entertainment. Take a use second that to entertainment realize
2: word loosely.
1: Yes, uh, t- t- take that phrase and understand what we're saying. Uh, we're not going to be gross about it or anything like that. But the topic is always a sensitive one, so you have been warned. Here we go: three, two. 1. Pornography is a problem. know?
2: Our- <laughs> just jumped right into it he did. He really did. I gave huh? you a warning. Yeah, I, mean, I counted was-
1: it down and everything.
2: And there was some Millennium some time. mom out there trying to turn her <laughs> Oh stereo. gosh, turn it off. No! <laughs> Sorry, Mom. He said the Sorry. word. <laughs> oh, gosh. Now you can sit down and have a conversation later this evening.
1: <laughs> actually, there is a new trend on TikTok, uh, which I actually watched a bunch of these videos. And it's kind of entertaining, but it's also messed up. OK. Uh, it involves playing the intro sound from Pornhub videos in front of other people and then filming them to see if they recognize the song. OK. Okay. All right. Thus outing them for visiting this website. Okay. Most of the captions for this trend involve some variation of the phrase caught him or her in 4K. Okay. Okay. Which means caught them redheaded, essentially. Uh, and generally meaning with photographs, uh, screenshots or video, that's, you know, it's, it's just, it's, it's a trap. It's a trap. It's a nasty trap. Mm-hmm. It's a mean trap. Uh, the trend uses the TikTok song uh, "Hey LOL" by Khalil, which uh, fuses uh, the the Pornhub intro into the beginning of "Redbone" by Childish Galbino, Gambino. Sorry, uh, Troy Barnes from Community. Uh, <laughs> most of the people in the trend are smiling and laughing after their boyfriends, girlfriends, teachers, little brothers, and parents look up. Uh, for some who get quote unquote caught in 4k hearing the sound is a real source of panic as they suddenly worry that maybe they forgot to close the website after the last time they had it open still others clearly recognize the sound but don't want to turn around and risk exposure so they turn their selfie cameras on when they're on their own phone and try and zoom behind them to see if the person they're with is watching pornography Hmm. or not Uh, Which then outs them as knowing that that's the song from the... Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Of course, as one TikTok poster points out, some people just turn their heads when they hear noises at all. Yeah. Which doesn't necessarily mean anything. Uh, Where it gets into weird territory is that some parents are taking advantage of the trend to try and find out whether their kids... Have been watching pornography,
2: mm.
1: uh, which you could clearly see that could be very shame-inducing, especially if it's posted to TikTok. Yeah, the reality is early exposure to pornography is common, uh, and in 2021, it can easily become a regular part of someone's life before they understand the consequences of it. <clears throat> but we are going to talk a little bit more about that. That's the overview of the situation. Uh, when we when we come back after this quick break, we're going to talk about what it's like to be caught in 4K.
2: But first, a nerdy definition. Cigarette.
1: We here at LTN Radio know that not everybody is nerdy in the same ways. You might find yourself in a situation where you hear a word or phrase that you've never seen before and have no idea what it means. Well, have no fear. We're here to help. Today's term is Third impostering To celebrate the fact that we are less than a week away from the release of the airship map on Among Us, it's long-awaited and I'm so excited for it. Today, we're back to a definition from the game. And today, third impostering is something that you don't want to be accused of. Most games in Among Us typically have two imposters, So being accused of acting as a third one. Means that people think you're being stupid and throwing the game, or you're intentionally inciting chaos for the fun of it, thus making it hard for crewmates to win. People who are typically accused of third impostering are usually hard clearing a suspect that everyone else believes is imposter, maybe even screwing up the vote in the process. And by the end of the game, if everybody was right and you were wrong, well, you're never going to hear the end of it. I'm Radio Mad, and. <laughs> I hope I've made your life just a little bit nerdier. To the back row morning show i'm radio matt
2: and i'm mo and today we're talking about the latest shaming tiktok trend.
1: Uh, <laughs> let's get right to it <laughs> now again in case you missed our warning in the last segment we're going to be talking about adult quote-unquote entertainment we're not going to be gross about it or anything like that but the topic is a sensitive one so understand what we're saying, gather it all in, and if you don't want to hear this or want other people around you to hear this, it's time to go and just just either grab your earbuds and put it in so no one else can hear you, or just turn it off, and that's all right. You can come back tomorrow, and we'll be done talking about it. <laughs> okay? Okay. Uh, three, two, one. <laughs>
2: All right. No inappropriateness. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't
1: yell it out this time. Uh, so, recapping, our TikTok trend is uh, called, pretty much called Cotton 4K, where where people are playing the intro music to Pornhub videos uh, on their phone and recording to see the reactions from other people in the room. Basically, catch anybody who recognizes the song. Uh, it's mean. It's messed up it's embarrassing, it's shame-inducing, but at the same time a lot of people are having good humor about it, which is also sad in a whole another way and we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Um but the other issue with this is that parents are also using that to test their children, uh, their teens or even younger, to see if they recognize the sound, which is also very shame-inducing, but that's even worse when it's a kid. Mhm. Uh I mean, I can kind of understand the mindset of someone who wants to do that just in their own home, just for their own edification, but posting it on TikTok for views is a whole new level of messed up. Yeah, Uh, Public shaming our kids for anything doesn't really, doesn't really work. Yeah. And there's a lot of, there's been a lot of trends of that kind of Public shaming, punishment,
2: mm-hmm.
1: having kids like walk home in front of your car, having kids wear signs that say all the terrible things they did and stand out in the street, mm-hmm. uh, posting kids' photos online of them crying because they're having to sell their toys or something because they stole something from somebody else, or you know, all these all these weird shaming methods.
2: Yeah, it's. it's... <laughs> The opposite of what parenting is, yeah. I think.
1: Yeah, it's just un- uncomfortably bad. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, I, I know a lot of of believers who think that no, that's a great, great method yeah. of, of discipline. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. And it doesn't really matter how old they are or what how bad the offense is. That's never a good thing. That's a traumatizing experience. That might. Just drive them deeper into whatever bad habit they were forming. Yeah. Uh, So don't do that. Mm -hmm. Um, And frankly, getting caught with that kind of stuff, uh, you know, the opposite end of, you know, if if that shaming is going to drive down their self-esteem and that might drive them right into it. Getting caught doesn't really stop people, especially when it comes to pornography. Mm -hmm. If you have, if you're developing some sort of uh, uh, dependence on, on pornography, being caught having it isn't going to stop you from looking at it. It might, uh, freak you out. Uh, it might make you think, and, and hopefully, and in some cases, maybe it does make you think about it and make you reevaluate things. But if you're stuck on it, you're going to find a way to look at it one way or the other. And that's easier than ever today with phones in our pockets, Everything on the planet connected to the Wi-Fi. Uh there's just there's no escaping it today. Mm-hmm. Um it is one hundred percent among boys. One hundred percent of boys are exposed to it before they're eighteen, most of them before they're twelve. And it's I think eighty two to eighty-five percent of girls before they're eighteen, uh, and most of them again before they're before they're uh teenagers. Uh it's 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 just impossible to escape. There was another we're we're kind of hodgepodging a couple different topics together. Uh the TikTok thing, parenting, uh, this is gonna be a little political. Last early last year, maybe the year before, uh, is when it started, there was a big argument in the conservative Christian circle between conservatives and Christians. Because the question got brought up among many commentators if you had the opportunity to ban pornography would you do that? And we saw a lot of Christian or religious uh, commentators saying, yeah, we totally would, which would bring back, but what about free speech? What about you know freedom of expression? What about all these? You can't, everything you do is tied up in preserving these rights. And so that came as a kind of a, a bit of a, I guess a reckoning with the idea of sometimes we'd be okay. <laughs> the, the the benefits would outweigh the negatives in certain situations. Yeah. And uh, that's, I mean, that's a hard question when you think of it politically, mm-hmm. when you it think is. of it religiously. No, it's absolutely. Easy. If right. we could, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Let's ban it forever.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, the problem that we have though, is like, even if today we banned it, like even if today no more could be made ever. It would be enough. Uh, Unfortunately, the war against the adult entertainment industry has been lost. Like, we're not losing the war. It's lost. We done lost it. And let me explain to you why, okay? These statistics are ridiculous, and I'm going to try and explain explain them to you in the easiest way possible. And uh, these were compiled by me, so I'm not giving credit to anyone else. (laughs) These are mine. Uh as of May 2020. This was the last time I updated this. The size of the internet as a whole, the whole internet was over 17,000 exabytes. One exabyte is a 1000 petabytes. All right, so petab petabytes, my bad. Petabytes. One petabyte is a thousand terabytes and one terabyte is a thousand gigabytes gigabytes, is something most of us are familiar with. 17,000 exabytes is 17 trillion gigabytes. So for some kind of possibly comprehensible reference, one exabyte is roughly the equivalent of the amount of data on 212 million DVDs. Okay. Okay. One exabyte. Okay. So that... Times 17,000.
2: Yeah, no, thank you.
1: (laughs) It's a lot of data, guys. A lot of data on the internet. And currently, the size of the internet is doubling every two years. So, let's get to how much of the internet is comprised of adult entertainment. According to studies from net filtering firm OptiNet, roughly 37% of the internet is pornography. Now there have been other studies with different metrics that go as low as 4% of the internet comprised of pornography. So to be conservative with these figures, we're gonna use the lowest estimate, 4%. 4% of 17,000 exabytes is 680 million terabytes, the equivalent to roughly 2.5 million years of 1080p, 60 frames per second video. The average video quality and frame rate is much lower than that, likely meaning the actual amount is millions more. But for sanity's sake, we'll stick with the 2.5 million year figure. To put this into perspective, assuming that right now, no more pornography was ever filmed and what exists now is all that would ever exist, you could be born and live 120 years watching pornography the entire time, 24-7, and die without ever seeing the same video twice. Wow. In fact, you'd have to live over 2,000, I'm sorry, 20,833 of those lifetimes before you'd seen it all. Wow. Isn't that crazy? mm
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, Now, that's to, to be a little bit more realistic with our example. The typical uh, watcher of this entertainment uh, averages about 10 minutes a day. So beginning with their 11th birthday and living to the average age of 71, this would add up to about 3,652 hours in a lifetime. Assuming no more was ever created from this moment forward, it would take nearly 6 million lifetimes to view it all. Now, with those stats in mind, let me remind you, this is the low-end estimate of the amount of pornography on the Internet. It could be over nine times as much based on the high estimate. In two years' time, the amount of pornography on the internet will double, and it will continue to do so. In fact, it will likely double sooner and sooner as time moves on. And lastly, these stats assume all the pornography is in 1080p HD format. However, most of it is not, meaning the amount is actually significantly larger, possibly twice or three times as large than our estimates here. So bottom line, war against pornography is lost. Even if porn were to be regulated by the government, it would be impossible to enforce. There is now only the battle against usage on an individual basis. Mm-hmm. So now that we have that out of the way, <laughs> we know what we're up against. We know what we're fighting. And it's for the hearts and minds of the individual. Mm-hmm. And that's a much more difficult uh, task. Because society in general has kind of accepted pornography as a good thing in our lifetime. Mm -hmm. Remember when we were kids, the the typical adult entertainment uh, aficionado was a guy in a trench coat and sunglasses walking into a room covered with beads uh, to rent a video Mm -hmm. at uh, your local uh, video shop. Not Blockbuster, though. Right. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it was it was seen as something seedy. It was seen as something embarrassing. It was seen as something uh, distasteful, something you shouldn't do. Even though more people at that time than we knew of probably viewed it. Yeah. It still was seen as something that you should be kind of ashamed of. Right. Nowadays, even with this TikTok trend, it's not being seen as that. It's being... While, you know, it's you know kinda shaming them, it's still all in a lighthearted manner. It's not a uh it's not made to be something like oh we need to talk about this. Mm-hmm. It's me mean, meant to be seen ha, see, you watch it too kind of thing. Basically it's a it's a it's a gag now. Yeah. It's a gag because the the idea is that everybody watches it, and so it's cool. It has no benefits to it. Society has fought to convince itself that it's not something to be ashamed of, that in fact it's something to celebrate. Even women's groups in our lifetime, once considered it to be objectifying and degrading to women, now call it sexual liberation and women's independence. Mm -hmm. I mean, we have... Think about the the most popular song on the planet for the last yeah. couple months.
2: No, let's not think about it.:
1: We have congresswomen saying that it is a a powerful uh, powerful women's liberation celebration song. It is the most disgust I mean I've listened to some disgusting lyrics in my time. Yeah This made me blush in the first. Just the reading. I didn't listen to the song, just the reading of it. Mm -hmm. The reading of the lyrics. I'm like, how? How is this possible?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Now I have heard the the Grammy appropriate version because I watched the video because everyone was saying this was just the worst thing that to put on TV. So I needed to see it. Mm -hmm. She couldn't even sing the song. Every other word was just blanked out. (laughs) Sound effects. Yeah. And no words. (laughs) Yep. It was so awful. And it is being celebrated so much Mm -hmm. as such a good thing. It is audio pornography. That's what that song is. And it is celebrated in our society today. Mm -hmm. Celebrated. Not tolerated. Not, oh, well, it's out there. What can we do? But... This is the best thing right now. That's yeah. what's happening. I would go I'd go on an hours-long rant right now if I could, just on that song alone. <laughs> but we trick ourselves into thinking that it's beneficial to couples. Uh pornography it is, not that song. Uh <laughs> to individuals, to society. Uh we've made it into a relatable joke, uh, which is just more proof that the war is lost. There's there's we we've gotten to the point where it's accepted in society, yeah, as just a a commonplace thing and even a good thing by many people.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Which means we also turn our eyes to the undebatable fact that a lot of the adult entertainment industry is tied in with the human trafficking, yes, world, yeah. We just ignore it. It's the same thing. (laughs) It's the same thing we do with like our smartphones and Nike shoes and all this. We know that there's basically slave labor going on across the world to make all this stuff cheap enough for us to buy it. But we put that out of our minds because it's far away. But this isn't far away. Yeah. This is happening right here. Mm Mm-hmm. So we can't even use that excuse when it comes to the adult entertainment industry. Human trafficking is uh, bigger than it's ever been mm-hmm. right now in all ages. And it's being largely ignored, mm-hmm. largely ignored. And it is it is in undeniably tied to the porn industry. Mm-hmm. But we aren't doing anything about it. We aren't hearing anything about it. We're not seeing movements for that. We're not seeing, you know, protests and whatever for that. We're not hearing about that at all. Nobody's changing their, their uh, profile pictures for that anymore.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I haven't seen an indent movement profile picture in years, I feel like, now. Nobody's talking about it. Mm-hmm. Because we're all upset about our own feelings and we're all upset about things that make us, you know, sad or offend us a bit. And we're ignoring the fact that we have humans who are actually sex slaves right now. And you're watching half of them on Pornhub Mm -hmm. and you don't even know it. Yeah. On TikTok, we're joking about it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm sorry. I said this was going to be a fun episode, and then I got really preachy. And I'm feeling I'm sorry. I'm just I'm it's it's welling up in me. I'm so mad at this industry, and I think I'm mad at it because I was ensnared by it. Mm-hmm. I let myself get caught up in it for so long, starting when I was a little kid. I let myself get sucked into this to where I became dependent on it. And it nearly destroyed my entire life. And nobody's realizing that's what it does. That's what it's designed to do by not the people who are creating it by the devil himself. It's designed to destroy lives. It is designed to destroy marriages. It is des- designed to destroy your idea of biology, your idea of, of uh, how to treat men and women. It's, it's, it destroys everything.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's destroyed the way we think about sex. It's destroyed what God meant sex to be in a relationship. People think they need to watch that to learn how to do it. That's one of the biggest excuses. If you save yourself for marriage, you learn together. That never becomes a problem. I just... uh, You got to talk because I can't. I'm going to (laughs) die.
2: I I think (sighs) what needs to happen is... More people need to have a just a few minutes to sit down and really mull over it. Do exactly what you're doing right now, because if more of us do that, more of us are going to get to exactly the place that you are. Yeah, there is when you truly consider it for what it is, truly consider it for what it is. There is no aspect of it that should be accepted at all. And there are so many facets to it, so many different ways that it entraps you and it ruins lives. And it, it, it's something that is much larger than just learning, yeah. just, just taking back your sexuality. That's not what it does in any degree at all. If we could do one of those really neat maps that have, you know, detectives do it when they're trying to pinpoint on a crime and they've With got the, the
1: lines. All and the pin, lines. Every, yeah. yeah. Uh
2: huh. If we could do that for the pornography industry, I don't think that there would be a room big enough to tie back all of the lives that have been affected mm-hmm. negatively by pornography. I really don't, I I do not think we could ever have a map or a room big enough to hold it all. And you don't even realize it. You know, you don't, from a Christian perspective, you do hear a lot of people who will make the excuse that, well, when done within marriage, then it's good. It's safe. It's healthy, but it's not, Mm-mm. it's not, it causes trust issues. It brings up past hurt it brings up childhood trauma that you may not even know your spouse is dealing with
1: yeah you that's that is a thing i, I can i can almost guarantee you that in any situation where a married couple is watching pornography together on a regular basis one of them is much more comfortable with it than the other mhm and that could change i'm not saying it's always the guy or always the
2: girl absolutely yeah
1: But you're in a marriage at that point. And if your spouse says, hey, that's something that you want to do. Well, if you love them, you're going to feel pressured to like, okay, well, okay. And pressured to not say anything. And that is just the start of a wedge Mm -hmm. that is going to get bigger and bigger between you two. Mm -hmm. So you can convince yourself that both of you are on board, but you'll never know that for sure. Because you're not in the other person's brain. In fact, you won't know it until it's likely too late.
2: Yeah. And the fact of the matter is, especially for childhood trauma, the fact of the matter is a lot of that gets repressed Mm -hmm. over years and you don't even remember much of it Mm -hmm. until something triggers it. You know, and, and you're, while, yes, those are things that need to be addressed. They're things that do need to be healed. It needs to happen in the proper time, in the proper manner. And that is not by watching pornography with your spouse um, in an uncomfortable situation.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, it healing comes in a safe environment.
1: And especially because the idea of what is generally accepted as I guess the standard version of pornography has changed. When we were kids, it was Playboy magazines. It was yeah. it was what's called softcore pornography. Mm-hmm. It was mostly just posing mm-hmm. ladies posing, which in and itself was worse, I mean bad, not worse, but yeah, bad, but today it's worse because now the general accepted is stuff that isn't even a part of a marriage it's not a couple now it's multiple people yeah it's it's uh it's you know partner swapping and all these kind of things those are the standards even uh like incestuous relationships are becoming the number one top trending like genres in pornography, which is absurd. Yeah. And how are we, I mean, of course they're, 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 uh you know, acted, you know, it's, it's not, they're not really related, but the fact that that is something that is not only popular, but so popular that it's in like the top 10 trends of these kind of sites. And we're not worried about that. Yeah. We're not worried about the fact that the, uh, the barely legal tag has been the most popular thing for the last 10 years. That doesn't, that doesn't give any of you who indulge in this pause. But you know, I say that it didn't give me pause. Because that's what this stuff does. It gets into your brain and convinces you that the benefits outweigh the negatives Mm -hmm. and you use it as a drug. Mm -hmm. If you struggle with this as an addiction, if you say to yourself that you want to stop this and you can't, or you've convinced yourself that you can stop at any time, but you know you're lying to yourself and you want to get free of this, you have to treat it like an addiction.
2: Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And I would really encourage you to find a Celebrate Recovery. I am lucky enough to have been, been, pushed towards CR, uh, about 16, 17 years ago now. And I have been free of this for coming up on 11 years. And I'm so glad, so glad to have it out of my life because it was ruining things. It was ruining me. It was ruining every part about my self-esteem and then out every relationship, every job, everything. So don't just sit there and say, well, I have to live with it. If you want out of it, start working on it. But unfortunately, as with any addiction, that that is up to you. Nobody can force it. Nobody can make it happen. And that's why it's important. If you have a child that's struggling with it, it's a heartbreaking situation, but it's also one that you need to take up arms with here. Discussing what to do, uh, with your with the children that's a whole week's worth of shows <laughs> you know we can't get into that today uh but instead find this episode on our podcast apps any of them or find uh, our weekly post this friday on lovediner.com and we will have a link to what's what's called a parent's guide to pornography it's a it's a big info bundle pdf uh, which will help parents with kids of any age understand the threat And then there's two guides on how to talk to our children about it. One focusing on talking to boys and the other to girls. Uh, It's from access.org, which is a, it's, it's a company that really focuses on parents, Christian parents trying to interact with their children uh, in a healthy way, (laughs) healthy way that's beneficial to everybody. And, uh, I've, I've gone through this entire bundle a couple times cause I'm, you know, I got my own kids and I got to prepare to talk about it. Two of them are boys. It's going to be rough. Uh, it's probably my number one fear as a parent having to deal with this stuff, but, uh, it's, it's, it's a good resource and there's a lot of good books out there too. Uh, and you can always reach out to me and I'll, I'll help you find anything that you might need for either that yourself or as a parent trying to talk to your children. I'd love to help. Um, but it's a problem that's not gonna go away. And the TikTok trend just proves that it's becoming more socially acceptable. And so we have to take it seriously. We can't win the war, but we have to win the battles for the hearts and minds of the future. Mm-hmm. Catch that in 4K. All right. <laughs> Get that super clear.
2: So I think it's important to remember that, you know, times are changing. Things look a lot different now than even when we were kids. Um, accessibility
0: has so changed. Much easier.
2: Yeah. But our standards shouldn't be changing. Um, so having this bundle, having this tool to be able to use, go through it. Even if you're not there as a parent yet, go ahead and go through it so that you can start utilizing some of the, the tips and um, figuring out ways to properly communicate with your kids, because that's going to be your best line of defense, communication, truthfully, not shameful communication, not um, disappoint, disappointing communication, but truly being able to communicate and talk to them from a place of understanding and from a biblical standpoint, you know, I can remember my mom always telling me, well, you don't have sex before you get married because you could get an STD or you can get pregnant. Okay. But those things are true.
1: <laughs> but that shouldn't be the reason, the only reasons. <laughs>
2: yeah, the, it's much bigger than that. Yeah. You know, um, mm-hmm. so really being able to communicate to the heart of the matter and to your child's heart is what's going to help you win the war personally within your child's life (laughs) as a whole, like Matt said, the war has been lost on porn. Sadly it has, but we have battles within our home that we can still, um, we can still take up arms against. Mm -hmm. We need to take up arms against and we need to fight, um, So having this bundle and having this tool to be able to really help you along the way, alongside the Bible, you know, Mm -hmm. it's all right there in black and white for you. You can use that as well. Um, I think that's the only way that we're going to be able to at least curb it for our own children.
1: And uh, one more thing to add to that is that, you know, most said, you know, check this out even if you don't think you're there yet. Uh, You you might be thinking in your mind because it was probably like this when we were kids that you're probably safe to need to start talking to them until they're you know closer to puberty 10, 11, 12 uh, the average age that children are now exposed to pornography is 7 so if you have a child even getting close to that n- might be time to start talking Yeah. and uh, this guide will help you at least get started yeah uh yeah i i can't do anymore we were gonna end with a joke i can't do that either <laughs> let's just uh let's wrap this segment up we'll take a break when we come back we'll share something that we love
2: more background morning show to come
1: stick around My nerds, we here at Love Thy Nerd are beyond honored that you let our podcast blast in your earbuds each week. But we're also a jealous ministry who wants even more of your love and devotion. If you haven't made LTN Radio a part of your daily routine yet, you are missing out. Not only do you get to hear our exclusive morning shows, Church Nerds and the Macro Morning Show, before they are put on the website, but you also get radio exclusive shows like Bible Thump with Drew Dixon, LTN Rewind, Faith and Fandom 180 with Hector Mirai, The Moment with Megan Moe Oaks, Nerd History, Nerdy Definitions, This Week and nerdy news and our LTN specials as well. And on top of all that, the rest of our airtime is jam-packed with the absolute best mix of Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie that is hand curated by Love Thy Nerd just for you. Give us a listen at LTNonAir.com or download the Live 365 app on your smartphone, the search and favorite LTN Radio. Thanks, and enjoy the rest of the show. to the Backroom Morning Show as things are winding down for the day.
2: But first, we're going to share some things that we love this week. And I promise you, I don't see the topics ahead of time. <laughs> I do know the things that I have to prepare for. And one of those is something that I love. So the Lord is just, you know, God's cool. We know that. Um, <laughs> but my something that I love is a book called Life's Healing Choices by uh, John Baker, he was a pastor out at Saddleback Church in California, um, very well known for Celebrate Recovery. We've talked about him several times mm-hmm. on the show. Um, but this was actually the first book. Well, I don't know that it's the first book that he ever wrote, but it was...
1: I'm pretty sure it is.
2: Yeah. Okay. Um, and the
1: first one that was specifically revolved around recovery. Yeah.
2: Yes. Um, and it's a tool that's being used in a lot of churches worldwide um, to kind of take place of the stigma of recovery, Mm because when you hear the word recovery, you tend to think drugs and alcohol, when really we all have things that we need healing from. And so this book, um, Life's Healing Choices, it's an eight-chapter book, and it goes along with a Bible study. It's supposed to be used in that form. Um, And the church that I attend, we actually just started. uh, We're in our third week of it. So it's been really neat. From my perspective, to see a whole new group of people who would never step foot in a Celebrate Recovery because they think that that group isn't necessarily for them, but have opened up to the idea of going through this Bible study, this yeah. Life's Healing Choices Bible study, um, where really we're, we're addressing the same things that are addressed in Celebrate Recovery, you know, changing those habits, those figuring out the hurts and then changing the habits that have formed from it. Um, and just so,
1: to be clear, it is just a, a book. They have yeah. built a study around it yes. as well. Yeah. Addition, but you can just get the book and still find it very beneficial. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I think I have um, pretty much underlined every fourth sentence or so <laughs> in the book. So, you know, that's how you know it's a good book.
1: <laughs> All right. And uh, to... to to help you wind down from all the seriousness, <laughs> uh, my recommendation, uh, is dry bar comedy. Uh, you might be familiar with the company vid angel. Uh, several years ago, they came out with a, a thing that you could view your streaming services through that would cut out the profanity, the nudity, violence, whatever you want to cut out. You have like a little, you know, clicker thing that you can just make it family friendly. Uh, watch game of thrones for 10 minutes full episode (laughs) yeah um but but they uh they got sued you know by by a few companies uh because they're like you're changing the work of the original creator and you can't do that and so they had to fight that for four years so while they were fighting that they started making their own content and one of the things that they started making was the chosen Uh which is that show that we've been talking about the pretty much the best uh entertainment uh depiction of jesus i've ever seen and the disciples and the whole story and they're working on season two right now but the first thing i believe it's the first thing anyway that they started working on uh to create their own content during that time was dry bar comedy which uh, is essentially just a bunch of clean comedians and they're really funny uh and there's a bunch of it on youtube already a bunch of clips and even full specials on youtube and then there's like dozens and dozens more if you subscribe to their service. Uh, And so I recommend it. Really, really funny stuff. We just watched some for our parenting class, um, parenting Bible study that we had this past week, uh, where a guy gave the best, the best impression of a a child I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) Of all the annoying things children do. And it was fantastic. Uh, but no, very, very funny stuff. Uh, some comedians are funnier than others, of course. But there's, there's, a, there's dozens of just knee-slapping, good-time mm-hmm. comedians on there. So check it out. Just try it out on YouTube first. Like I said, there's plenty of it. Dry bar comedy. Give her a shot. Mo, let's end with our verse for the day.
2: Our verse for the day is Galatians 6, 8. For the one who sows to his own flesh will reap from the flesh corruption, but the one who sows to the spirit will from the spirit reap eternal life.
1: And that is going to do it for our show today. Be sure to check out all of what we do online at lovethynerd.com. We've got amazing articles on all things nerdy, as well as this show, LTN Radio, and our other podcasts and videos. If you'd like to directly support our mission and become a financial partner with Love Thy Nerd, and specifically with LTN Radio, then please visit lovethynerd.com slash partner, and you can find LTN Radio in the drop-down menu. Love Thy Nerd is a qualifying 501c3 nonprofit organization, and your gift is tax-deductible. And also another way that you can support us is through Amazon. If you go to smile.amazon.com, you can connect your account with a nonprofit organization. You can search up love thy nerd right there. And then anytime you visit Amazon, just go to smile.amazon.com instead. And every purchase you make will give us a small donation. Uh, Over the year, you know, I think I did it from October to December and then got the notice of how much I had made. And it was like seven bucks in three months, which is not bad. If they did that a whole year, if a bunch of people did that for a whole year, that's a good size donation. So it costs you nothing extra, just a little bit of time.
2: Make sure you're following us on all the socials at, at the Back Row LTN, at LTN on air, and at Love Thy Nerd. And don't forget, the Back Row Morning Show has its own Facebook group community for Christian humor. Back Row Baptist Church, so search <laughs> us out and join in on the fun. Lastly,
1: well, so remember that we air first exclusively on LTN Radio, LTNOnAir.com, and every Monday through Thursday at 8 a.m. Eastern with an encore at 10 a.m. But if you miss a day or just can't catch the show live, find the Back Row Morning Show podcast version on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, etc. Subscribe, rate five stars, and leave a review. All of that helps us out immensely.
2: Join us tomorrow morning for Back Row Rewind as Matt and I discuss Burger King's last marketing flop, the Unhappy Meals. Mo, final thoughts? Fight the battle, y'all.
1: <laughs> Once again, I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. And remember, if nobody else tells you, we promise that it's true. Jesus loves you, nerd. <laughs>